Hey everyone, Grant for the Flame Learning Channel. In the previous videos on the Selectives in Action, we covered a wide variety of use cases that typically focused on a single image or image surface. So you can apply multiple selective effects for VFX and look development. But this has always been on a single image in action up to this point. In Part 6 on Selectives in Action, you'll take the next step up and learn how to apply selective effects to a multi-layer action composite. This will allow you to perform VFX and look development in the context of a live composite for maximum creativity and flexibility. If you would like to follow along, please click the link in the YouTube description to download the media. Alternatively, if you are watching the podcast version of this video, then please type the displayed link in your favourite web browser. Go ahead and import the media and load the supplied batch setup. Double-click the action node for its controls and switch to a 2-up view. Action schematic on the left and result viewport on the right. Scrubbing the time bar, here you have a person composited onto a metal pillar. This is a 3D composite and if you switch to the working camera view with Space F4, you can hold the ALT keyboard shortcut and orbit the view. So this is a combination of keyed footage and a 3D shape using a substance PBR texture. Press F4 to return to the result view. Now you can apply multiple shaders and selectives to individual objects in the composite. This is what you did in the previous videos. But this time, you want the entire composite to be affected by any selectives you apply. So instead of applying shaders to the image objects, you apply them to the camera. This is not an unfamiliar concept because a few versions back, camera effects were added to the flame pipeline, allowing you to use the 3D information from the composite for various effects. For example, select the camera node and call up the contextual menu. Choose Add Camera Effects. In the browser, locate and choose the Ambient Occlusion Camera Effects. So Ambient Occlusion has been added to the 3D composite and it is very subtle. Zooming into the image and toggling the Camera Effects node with the H keyboard shortcut, you can see the shading where the talent touches the 3D shape. Now the reason for mentioning camera effects is that the selective effects are also GLSL shaders. Therefore, you could use both types in the pipeline if you choose. Just remember that selective effects will always be added to the end of the processing pipeline. So you have matchbox shaders first, camera effects second, and finally selective effects. Now let's use a selective effects to create a controlled reflection. You can right-click on the camera in the schematic, but the selectives were designed to be image-centric even when applying them to a composite. We'll leave the schematic visible so you can see it develop, but almost all the work can be done in the result view. As a reminder, to apply a selective to an object, you need to select it. But to apply a selective to the action camera, ensure nothing is selected and call up the contextual menu. 
choose the selective option. In the browser, look through the list and choose the Reflections Selective Effects. Looking closely at the feet of the talent, you can see his reflection on the 3D shape. The reflections are global and would affect the entire composite. For example, just to the left of the talent, there are some unwanted reflections on the 3D shape. Toggling the H keyboard shortcut on the Active Selective should make this more evident. So let's localize the reflections just to his feet. Using the selective effects, you could achieve this with a matte key or mask. Let's use a mask this time round. Now because nothing is selected in the result view, the heads-up display or HUD is showing the selectives that belong to the camera. Clicking Selective 1 will focus its controls and any attached selective effects. To create a mask, right-click on the selective and choose Add Gmask Link and choose Free. Now draw the spline around the area you want to keep the reflection. The reflection returns within the mask. To taper the edges of the reflection with the mask, select the mask using the HUD and call up the contextual menu over the spline. Add a gradient point and drag it inwards to feather the reflection effect. So through a selective, you can isolate areas of your composite where you'd like additional processing to take effect. Now let's add one more selective before moving on to the next video. Switch to a single view with ALT-1 and look at the result view with F4. This one will be slightly different in terms of how the final effect is applied through the selective. So ensure nothing is selected in the result view and call up the contextual menu. Choose to add a selective again. In the browser, locate and select the Chromatic Aberrations Selective Effects. This is assigned to Selective 2 in the HUD. In the controls, increase the general amount close to 100. Now this Selective Effects is affecting the whole image, but you want it to affect the edges of the frame. So call up the contextual menu over Selective 2 in the HUD. Choose Add Gmask Link and choose the rectangle. From the centre of the image, click and drag out a rectangular shape. Now like the first selective, the effect happens on the inside using the mask. To have the effect on the outside of the selective, select Selective 2 in the HUD and switch to the Selective Effects shader menu. Enable the Outside button. So the difference between the two selectives is that you can choose whether to affect the inside of the selective, which is Selective 1, or the outside of the selective, which is Selective 2. To properly blend the chromatic aberrations with the image, select the Selective 2's G-mask and add a gradient point through the contextual menu. Drag the gradient point away from the shape. In the next video, you'll add a few more selectives for isolated and overall look development. You'll also learn about the punchback selective effects 
to decrease or blend back to the original pixels with the selective result. Please move on to the next video and don't forget to also check out the other workflows, features and enhancements to the Flame 2018.3 update. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to the Flame Learning Channel for future videos.